Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hey, everybody. I guess we have another Golden Button Detours, episode three. That's right. Number three, man. We're on a roll. Number three. These are some random episodes, but hey, listen, I'm good with that. Uh, Again, I won't be on the show this week, which is why we're doing this. I don't even know why. I just kind of just need a weekend. I felt like I've been so busy. I kind of just need a weekend to like clean gutters and all that sort of stuff. So need to decompress from Thanksgiving a little bit. I mean, my my oldest is still at school studying for finals. My middle one is not back to meet yet. He's been hurt, so he's been out still. And then my daughter had tennis last week, but I think she's going to be gone doing some things um, yep. this weekend. So, yep, it will be cleaning, cleaning, cleaning in preparation for Christmas. Even though it, this is such a terrible mistake that I made. I was doing my kind of my last order for Christmas presents. And they were, it was a bunch of Amazon stuff, nothing crazy, but just a bunch of stuff. And I shipped it to my son at college instead of shipping it home. Yeah. So I got to talk to him today and be like, hey, you know that stuff? Don't open it and just bring it home. Well, our, our Christmas shipping story is we ordered something from Amazon, a Lego set for our young son, 10 years old, Mm -hmm. like the Galactic Republic troop carrier thing from Clone Wars. Excited about it. Amazon ships it. And I got the little notification. Oh, it's arrived. So, you know, usually, usually, foreshadowing here. Okay. They send stuff in boxes, you know, plain brown boxes. Oh, yeah. No, not with Lego. Yeah. So not even thinking. I got the notification that your shipments arrived and I send the 10-year-old to go get it. Well, and, that's double Christmas presents now, I feel like. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There it was in all the glory. Lego box. You know what? It's not even that it was. I mean, it was that it wasn't an extra box, but they slapped a shipping label on the actual Lego box. Like, how are you supposed to give that to well, someone? It's not just that. I mean, Lego are collectible at this point as well, right? So yeah. now you kind of ruined that. We had something arrive that way yesterday. It was a board game, though, so it wasn't the end of the world. But yeah, I'm, I'm not about that. So <clears throat> we know that we like to get 30 minutes in, and that's it, and barely like to go over. So we, we got to get rolling here. Yeah, uh, let's no. see. The fir- What's the first thing? The first thing is the movie thing. I'll let you talk about that. The movie thing. So Disney is now releasing three movies that originally came out on Disney Plus uh, on its initial release. It is Soul Turning because Red. Because of the pandemic. Because of the pandemic, right? Uh, it's Soul Turning Red and Luca. In that order. So Soul comes out on January 12, Turning Red, February 9, and Luca is March 22. So, so what are your thoughts on this? I mean, I, I think it's a great move by them. It allows them to kind of recoup some costs without having to put out really that much more money, right, in terms of getting it in theaters. The question will be how many people go. But again, because they don't really have to worry about the – well, I'm sure they – I don't know if they've made their money back on all those movies. But regardless, they're not putting out a, you know another cost. I think it's a good way for them to kind of get some some money back. Plus, during you know right after the holiday season, be nice right. for people. To kind of see so, did money. did you watch all three of these? I did not. Movies? So, I've only seen Luca, which is 
I loved it, right? I thought it was great. The whole family loved it. They still talk about it, right? It's one of those movies, so I think that will do great. The other two, I mean, I don't think I'm going to need to go see them anywhere, and I don't think I'm super, you know, right. hey, we I only, really need to go. But Yeah, we only saw Soul, the first one. Okay. Um, and mainly because that's that was the first one that came out in the the depths of the pandemic. So there was literally nothing else for us to do during mm-hmm. the time. And I think the other two came out after restrictions started getting relaxed a little bit. So we had other things. So we, we never saw the turning red or Luca. We um, were still, again, even when things started lessening, we tried to kind of keep it pretty tight knit. So that's why I remember watching Luca with the whole family. So I think that, well, you said something that like, I want to go back to what's there. Let me, uh, how do I put this? If you haven't seen it, like, are you really what the normal viewer, are they really going to be like, oh my gosh, I got to go spend $12 or whatever it costs now. I don't know, $15 to go watch this in a movie theater. But but they can still watch it. Well, if they have Disney Plus, that's the first thing, right? Right. Yeah. And then two, I mean, some people just like that theater experience, especially those theaters now that have food and all relaxing chairs and things like that. You know, some people don't have a theater at home or, you know, home theater or something like that. So, and even with younger kids, it becomes more, you know, of an experience. So, I mean, I think I'm on board with this. I, I think, you know, again, based on those movies, not, you know, coming out to the theater first. I'm okay. It allows Disney to recoup costs. I'm always happy when Disney can make, you know, some money without spending money because it benefits the company as a whole, which then benefits the parks, benefits, you know. And it benefits us because we get more of it. I mean, we got. Yes, absolutely. So I I don't think there's too much else to say about that. I mean, the reason that I was kind of out, I kind of had checked myself out till after the holidays. And then this news came and I was like, nope, need to do a golden button detours because this is this is crazy. This is something out of left field that yeah. you know will impact us. So, what we have now is a new location announced for the story living by Disney. So, oh yeah, excited! This is oh, great. This. Yeah, we had already spoken about this with the Cotino. This is what Asteria, which is based on some flower or something like that. Um, it will be coming to North Carolina, where Blake, myself, Tom are all situated at at this point. In that Pittsburgh area, I guess was a Chatham County or something yeah, like that. Chatham County and Pittsburgh. All right, so Chatham County, uh, just to get your geography, is just south of Raleigh, the state capital of North Carolina, which is really close to me and Damon. Um, and it yeah, would be about a, probably a closer two to hour, you, but yeah, two hour drive for Tom. So yeah, um, it, it uh, so Pittsburgh is kind of really started to uh, be this up and coming community. It used to be this sleepy rural area. And as Raleigh and the research triangle park, also known as RTP in North Carolina, as that has really um, taken off or. And and what's that, what that has actually done is kind of pushed itself past what you would have considered maybe even five years ago, you know, these built up um, towns and, and areas, right? So, you know, first it was Raleigh, then it was North Raleigh, then it goes further out and it goes further out and it goes further out. And that, you know, kind of that circle that is suburbia around Raleigh has gotten larger and larger. And this is still, I feel like, outside of that circle. But, you know, it, it's getting to the point where eventually it will be part of that circle. Like we consider, you know, the suburbs of a state capital. There is a lot to unpack here, though, right? So yes. this community is going to be on 1,500 acres, 
sounds great, right? There's going to be, you know, all sorts of, you know, things that are North Carolina, right? So it's based on this Astra flower, I guess. Right. Um, and, and, I, hey, and to put that size in perspective, I looked it up. Remember, Cotino is one square mile and mm-hmm. one square mile is about 640 acres. So okay. we're looking at more than double the size of what Cotino is going to be. So we, we definitely don't have as much information. So let's just kind of give out what we have. There's going to be, you know, wellness, recreation, a restaurant, sports court, swimming pools, community garden, outdoor space for long, you know, lawn games, events, fire pits. There's going to be gathering spaces. And then there's going to be storytelling dinners inspired by classic Disney tales and classes with Disney artists. So those things we kind of know about now, there is, I guess, an artist rendition of the pool situation, which looks like it's going to be four pools around that clubhouse, something like right. that, it kind of looks like, or maybe one big pool split into sections. <laughs> the thing that I immediately think of is, okay, are we going to have a TSA swim team, right? <laughs> North Carolina right. is known for this overarching uh, yeah. kind of state, I feel like, uh, based swim program for the summer. I wonder um, if we're going to have something like that. And then, you know, it it doesn't look like that Katina Lake. It looks, you know, like a bunch of pools. And I see what some tennis courts over there or something else. Hey, listen, it looks very nice. And, and it is exciting. It also says there are plans for more than 4,000 residential units, including single family, multifamily homes with some, you know, areas 55 and over. Right. That That's the number I wanted to get to because, again, Katino looking back at that, that was 1,900 residences. So mm-hmm. again, we've more than doubled what they're planning for Katino. Um, yep. And it, I, I think that's going to be interesting because, right, residential units, we still don't know the breakdown. Where Katino, we kind of understand what that breakdown looks like. So we have single family. What do we mean by multifamily homes? Uh, I mean, do you consider multifamily like grandma and grandpa? Or do you think that's extended family? So I don't, I mean, I, I guess you could word it either way. I mean, I would say, do, you know, do I live in a multifamily home? I mean, my parents do live with us, right? So it is a home that's split up into separate living areas. If you look at other, you know, builders in the triangle, you know, like Lennar or something like that, you have these homes that are split instead of horizontally split, you're talking about a vertical split where they're side by side with extended family. I'm not like sure what that means. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so it's one house, but they have two entrances in the front, you know, rather than having to go up a level with some multifamily homes in the North. That is really interesting. And I'm curious to what that means, or do they mean that that's going to be apartments? Right. Uh, so, so, it oh, now that you say that, that. well, well, yeah. yeah, I think the way I now the way I read that is from multifamily, like they have these, I mean, for lack of a better term, flats and mm-hmm. don't think of flat like an apartment, but like just a flat one level um, home or building that mainly I'll say 55 plus retirees, someone that needs, you know, to downsize yeah. Yeah, that you have good. two sides of that of that same building would be one family each. Yeah. So, so we're not really sure that there's definitely a lot less information. It is a little bit of a a newer announcement. So hopefully we expect to have some more information in the future. But now I was kind of talking about this with my family, like this is close enough to us, 
But at the same time, could could we have a condo there as almost a vacation place, right? Like that, I wonder if that's something that would be feasible. So you, you know, again, you're a couple hours away, kind of like people used to have lake homes, right? I mean, they still do have lake homes, right? And, you know, use that, you know, as kind of this sort of lake home situation. But if you get it, if you're doing it as a vacation, like when you Mm -hmm. buy there, you are buying really to be for the Disney part of this. Because, I mean, love, you know, rural areas, but Pittsburgh, once you get outside of that, there's not a lot to do. I mean, okay, so so let's talk about the only thing that's a little bit concerning to me. This is going to be part of a greater development. Yes. Right? And this is where it starts to get interesting in terms of how this will play out. So there is this Chatham Park vision, right? So it's a master plan community uh, for development. Residential areas are seamless to places that people shop, work. And I'm reading actually from their site. So right. the larger master plan like Chatham Park are you know, designed to be close to schools and things like that. Okay. And Asteria is going to be a part of this Chatham yes. Park conglomerate. So. so does that mean that the Chatham Park conglomerate can make changes in this area, right? Where Patino seems like it's a little bit on its own. It probably, you know, still it has city and, you know, town-based rules, but this seems like it's going to have almost a second set of rules. I I would be shocked if if Disney had not gone into this with some ironclad contractual obligations saying, look, we're going to have some, the majority of the long. Right. So that's always the problem. Right. So to say, okay, well, we have these things in place for 50 years sounds great until like my grandkids are sitting on this property going, well, wait a second. (laughs) What happened to all the Disney stuff? Right. So I do wonder about that. But I think, again, this is something that I can tell you right now, you're going to hear more about this. I will visit. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm already signed up. I will be there. I'll be looking at houses. And, you know, I'll be looking at condos as well, because that's kind of where I would sit. I don't think that this is a development for me personally, but I don't think any of those are in terms of kind of switching where I live, where now I have neighbors, but they're, you know, not very close to me. I'm on two acres and, you know fiber access to the house and two acres it's a rarity i'll tell you that yeah so i don't i don't see myself moving anytime soon but again it could be more of a little vacation home and that brings me back to catino now because now i'm thinking could that be a vacation area my wife had asked about you know airbnb being this stuff i think there's going to be rules in place for that i don't think you're going to be able to do that yeah i I don't think you're going to be able to do that I don't either. Like it, they would be foolish not to set in some restrictions on renting out. Yep. Now the the question is is like you know would I say hey you know my friends can go visit and you you know that would be fine and things like that you know my kids and especially as my kids are getting older this is kind of what I was thinking like is this some place where I say okay especially if you know my son gets a job let's say in Research Triangle Park or you know maybe in Raleigh or something like that is this just a place where you know. He could go. And right? I think I that's know. part of why they're building here, specifically in Pittsburgh, because of that RTP area. It, now that, especially now that Apple is building yeah. in RTP, they're mm-hmm. looking for that upper middle to upper income. Um, well, uh, and, and this brings money. up an, another interesting point. There's no mention of money. And this is North Carolina. This is not 
Cal- California. Yeah. What is that going to mean, right? Like, is this going to fit into North Carolina prices? Now, North Carolina prices have been rising, right? It is a place that everyone is moving to, right? So prices have gone up immensely in comparison to some other states. You know, is this going to be California cost? Is this going to be North Carolina cost? Or is this going to be, you know, Chapel Hill? I mean, it's probably going to be more Chapel Hill costs yes. than I would say... Than Clayton costs where I am, which is yeah, I, I, that's what I would assume. Worse. And and Chapel Hill costs are relatively high for this area, but they don't touch California, nor do they touch anything in in New, you know some of the higher end locations of New Jersey either. So it will be interesting to kind of see where we end up price wise. But hey, listen, you're going to give me a condo for under five hundred, and it has the same amenities as Cotino. Yeah, I might be interested. I are might you be just interested. pulling that? You just pulling that five hundred number out of the air, like that. Five hundred number is the number that would interest me personally, right? Anything over that, I'm not really interested. Um, and and at five hundred, I, I still need a multi bedroom condo. You, you can't send me a single bedroom condo and have me become interested in that either. I'm just saying that would be kind of where my cutoff would be in terms of wanting to look at this. Again, I will look at the homes while I'm there to let everyone know kind of what they're like, but. It doesn't interest me from a home standpoint from what I'm coming from. We I can only imagine if they took my house and plopped it over there, yeah. what we'd be talking about. Or your house in general, right? Like, Because yeah. you know, you're in an area that's not Chapel Hill. Right. And, and you said you're on two acres. I'm on 1.7. So like, yeah, going from – but it would be like a vacation home though. So I guess yeah. – Maybe what we should consider is um, maybe we should just pool our money. Maybe we should get like three, four, there maybe we should get Tom, meet you and Tom, just, you know, throw up a quick, you know, LLC and we, get a house. We can make our own timeshare, like our own three person. Yes. I might, I, I, all joking aside, like that might be something that holds a little bit of interest. You're telling me that I can go four months out of the year. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Four, you know, let's say it's even, yeah, let's say it's 600,000 just to make the, make the math easy. For two hundred thousand for a vacation home, yeah, yeah, I could. Blake, we might need to talk about this. What we need the we need all button detours to do so well that we can just self fund. That's right. That's, that's uh, really so you know what we need to do. We when this thing gets built, we need to go have like a live episode at Asteria <laughs> so in their downtown. I, I was already <laughs> thinking about this, and I will make it a point that once I go there for the first time to kind of check out what they'd be willing to. Uh, let happen. Let's put it that way. I actually would love a, a YouTube video um, of this location. So, you know, a lot of times these things always happen somewhere else, right? But now right. that they're here, like I will make an effort to try to touch base and I'll go out there and film. You got it. You got it. I so. still can't. I like, I have to be honest. When you sent me this, because I, I thought was it was just, a joke at first, to be honest. I did too. Like when the words Disney and Pittsburgh. Holy cow! I never thought they would be in the same sentence ever, mm. and now we're here. I, yeah, crazy, 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 crazy. Um, all right, so we are at about twenty minutes. We do so well at our timing. I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about? Like I said, I mean, there's not a ton of information here. There is a picture of a lake with some trees. There's people running on a walking path, and then there's this artist rendition of this area, but it's intentionally zoomed out so. I see tennis courts, I see pools, and I see a clubhouse, and I can't really – I see a lot of packed-in houses. So we really need to get some more information um, as this kind of transpires. Yep.
Okay. So, so we have our what if, and I kind of forgot what it was, even though I was like, Hey, let's do this one. Uh, so I'll let you tell us what it is this time. Okay. So today's what if is what if you were told you cannot visit one Disney park ever again? Ah, uh, yes. But you got to choose which one it was. Yes, you which definitely get to choose. Yep. Yeah. And you just can't go there no matter what. For nothing. Right. Ever again. Now, when we put this when we put this on our uh, you know, topics list. Was this yours or mine? I kind of forget. This was yours. All right. Oh, okay. So my so my question is, are we clarifying this to only US based Disney parks? Are we going yeah, so to let's just wide go. We're, gonna, we're just yeah. gonna go actually Walt Disney World. We're gonna make it tough. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. So now right. you're asking me which park I can't go to ever again. Epcot's my favorite. So I think that I'm gonna continue to go there. I think as are, terrible are as this like, sounds, I'm gonna say Animal Kingdom. Th- that's where I went. <laughs> to me, yeah. I, I think I, the problem is is that, you know, while if it was just me and my kids right now, I would say Magic Kingdom. No questions. We rarely go there now. And that would be fine for us. The problem with that is, is that once there's grandkids, I'm kind of stuck. Yeah. We got to like stuck. start thinking ahead. And, you know, as much as I love Animal Kingdom, it's just a half day park. I mean. I mean, there'll be. Yeah. I mean, even with the updates, I mean, it is so much fun, but I've already done what I wanted to do there. I think this is tough because you never know what new rides are going to go where, right? So you're basing it on, okay, well, what happens if, you know, there's an awesome new ride? Like, what if they actually take out the terrible Avatar ride and actually put something in worthwhile, right? Then what what, what am I doing? But I guess I'll miss it. It's kind of the same way I feel right now about Tron. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. But I'm not like... Oh man, Tron! Like I can't believe I didn't see this. But if you were to tell me I couldn't see the Star Wars area ever, yeah, I might be upset about that. Yeah, I, do you think your answer is going to change once they get more officially announced? Whatever is going to take over Dino Land? No, I, you know, as I have, I'm not a Zootopia person. Like I don't think I've actually seen the whole movie through. So if they're going to go that route. Yeah, not so much. I mean, if you were going to replace Dinosaur with Indiana Jones, I like Indiana Jones, but like I loved the first movie and then I like the stuff after it. So I'm not going to be too disappointed in that. Now, if you were to tell me that they were actually coming back to, you know, I guess what people said was an original idea back in the beginning. If you tell me there's dragons and mythical beasts outside of Avatar, um, yeah, I might be a little bit more interested, but it's not going to overtake Epcot for me. Nothing overtakes the world, right? Like, you know, in Epcot, the it it's just not going to happen. And then Hollywood Studios, I just, I feel like I'm too dialed into Star Wars, even though I'm not like all about it, like, you know, used to be, I think it's been overdone. We've kind of talked about this on this show, that show, you know, I think there's too much Star Wars, but I still wouldn't give that up. If Star Wars wasn't there, would, would that be your number, your choice? Hollywood? I mean, it depends what's in its place. Right, like if there's nothing there, and he just took that whole area out, I don't know. I think I'd still be nervous that still, something cool would go there. Yeah, if it was still lights, stunts, action, or whatever the name of that car show was, I think it was awesome. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I'd be worried. Like I said, that there would be too much cool stuff coming there. Not that cool stuff doesn't kind of happen at Animal Kingdom, but 
the animal kingdom stuff is there, right? The big draw is the animals and it's there. And honestly, I could sneak over to Animal Kingdom Lodge just because I can't go to the park. I mean, yeah, I could still kind of see some of it there. So that would that would be my call. That would be my call. Are, are we going to finish like beforehand? Like this? I is- know. I feel like we need to go do a grab bag on a new topic just to fill out. What do we have? Like, no, this is, this is the whole point. As as I say, you know, everyone, Tom and Trevor think that everyone loves these long shows, but. I think sometimes it's good just for a little bite. Like sometimes you're just full and you just need just a little bit. And this is, this is a little bit golden button detours. That's what we do. There we go. All right, everyone. And now and I, I will tell you though, if you're listening, listening to this while you're working out, you need to work out longer than just this episode. Go yeah, exactly. Else. Yeah. You need to do your exercise more than 25 minutes. Exactly. Not- go listen to something else. <laughs> Stay tuned, everyone. Don't expect another Golden Button Detours before the holidays, but after the holidays, we will be back doing what we do, which is a, a 30-minute-ish show and releasing on Fridays. As always, Welcome Home Podcast and now Golden Button Detours are for entertainment purposes only. Even though we might want to be, we are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, all opinions expressed on the show are exclusively our own, especially the bad ones. Please consult with a DVC cast member or Disney representative for more information about anything we might have talked about today. All right, everyone have a wonderful holiday. Blake, do you have anything else? I don't. Until then, I'll talk to you folks later. All righty. Bye-bye. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl. Really?